Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Tuesday morning. Hard to believe that we're just seven days away from the election and I uh, have a feeling it's going to be a true nightmare. I uh, don't know about you all, but I tell you, I'm, uh, <laughs> I wish we just hurry up and get it over with. I'm, good morning, Ed. I'm about uh, sick of hearing all the talking heads about who's ahead, who isn't ahead, and one, Trump needs to do this or do that. You know, the anxiety of uh, the stress, they said, is probably higher than any other election. Uh, good morning, Kelly. And uh, it is, uh, it can cause a lot of anxiety uh, because uh, we are worried about the uh, future of our nation and the possibilities of uh, what we could be facing uh, if the wrong people get in office. And uh, I'm not gonna lie, I, uh, I have to fight a certain amount of anxiety with it myself, but uh, you know, we just have to remember Philippians 4, 6, and 7, to be anxious for nothing. You know, we, we need to make sure that we are um, applying that, whether it's during the election or any other area in our lives, we're feeling very anxious. We need to remember that, to be anxious for nothing, but by prayer and supplication, let your request be made known unto God. So are you making that request to God? Are you praying about it? Now, some of you might be wringing your hands saying, God, please, God, please, God, please. Hey, I've been there too. Uh, but let your request be made known to God and that the peace of God that surpasses all understanding regards your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Good morning, darling. And uh, so when we know we, we, instead of being, God's telling us, don't be anxious, pray about it, give it to him, and let his peace that surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and minds. So, you know, I know that it is stressful, but the thing of it is, us being stressed out, whether it's the election or any other area in our life, is not going to change a thing. You can be tore all to pieces. It ain't going to change a thing. So um, uh, I understand the uh, anger and the anxiety. I mean, there's uh, Philadelphia, these protests, they just... Makes me so mad I can see straight. You know, I'm, 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 I know I'm a pastor, and uh, and I try hard to exemplify uh, the attitudes and the character of an elder. But um, it is uh, it does make me angry, and I am about ready for a war because I'm just I'm fed up uh, with the way these uh, liberals are acting. But here's the thing, though: no matter what happens, God is in control. And we've got to give it over to him. And he is sovereign. And no matter the outcome of this election, good or bad, we have to just give it over to God and just let it go. And know that he's going to take care of all these things. And it may come to a point where we may have to stand up for our faith. And we may face uh, persecution like we've never known in this country uh, as Christians. Because our, our convictions and understanding of the truth of the gospel flies in the face of of everything that uh, liberals stand for. So, uh, uh, but just ignore these talking heads on the news when it comes to the election. You know, we need to be informed of current events, obviously, but just don't let the uh, anxiety take over and uh, and ruin your day. Because it, it can, you know, you, you can allow it to happen if you, if you let it. So let's just uh, give it to the Lord. Let's not worry about what's going to happen a week from today. Let's just worry about today. Let's worry about serving God Almighty today.
Okay, so with that said, let us do our Pledge of Allegiance. And if you um, have your, uh, if you are able to stand, and if you have any hats, please remove those. But let us stand, place our hands over our heart. Attention, salute, pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. If you don't already, you should be praising God every morning you wake up that you get to live in a country uh, that has the opportunities, the freedoms uh, that uh, we hold dear that uh, no other country in the nation uh, can uh, can have. So uh, praise God uh, for what uh, for allowing us to be born uh, in this wonderful country. And it amazes me those who want to speak of oppression and how horrible... Uh, their lives are, you know, it is a good morning, Anita. You know, I, I realize in the past, you know, there's a reason why the women's suffrage movement had to happen. I understand the civil rights movement in the past. All that was in the past. Today, everybody has their opportunity. Today, everybody has equal opportunity to become anything and to do anything uh, that they want. The sky's the limit. The only thing holding you back is you. So, you know, uh, people want to make excuses for their failures and blame those. And uh, we have to take responsibility for ourselves. And if you, uh, uh, you've got to uh, uh, give it to the Lord. And uh, it's like I tell my kids, you can do anything you want as long as it's the Lord's will. And uh, if that's what God's will is for your life, ain't nothing going to stop it from happening. So that's why I get so aggravated when they start uh, throwing out this oppression junk. Because you look at look at Ben Carson. The, who was poverty-stricken and rose above uh, where he was at, and uh, you see the success he is now. Uh, Miss Eileen, a wonderful lady, says, We are in a battle not with flesh and blood, but with spiritual forces of evil. Stand firm and keep your eyes on him always. Well said, Miss Eileen. Sweet, sweet lady who loves the Lord and think highly of her. All right. Let's look at our verse this morning. We're going to look at John chapter 1, verse 12. And so if you have your Bibles handy, and if you do not, then I try to make that easy for you, and you can read along. Uh, but again, uh, that's John chapter 1, uh, verse 12. So let me bring that up. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. All righty. And as me, Pappy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. Uh, you know, the main focal point uh, in this verse, uh, well, I would uh, would want to zero in on, uh, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Now, we I have talked um, several times in regards to uh, the fall of man. See, we all are uh, in a type of brotherhood in two different ways. One, we are all in the brotherhood of sinners. Uh, because of uh, the fall of man, because of what Adam and Eve did in the Garden of Eden, uh, we are all sinners. Uh, but the reason why I say that is twofold. I see us as the brotherhood of sinners, uh, but thanks, praise God, to his redemption for those who are saved, we are in a brotherhood of a different kind, and that is brotherhood of brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, uh, and it's a different kind of brotherhood. Now, when you think of the word uh, brotherhood, uh, uh, you know, you uh, 
in a biker sense, uh, if you will. Now, I'm no biker. I've, I have met hardcore one percenter bikers. I have met bar hoppers who think they're one percenters. <laughs> And, uh, you know, watch too much Sons of Anarchy. There's a, there's a huge difference uh, between the poser and uh, uh, one who uh, is considered a one percenter. Now, one percenters are hardcore. Uh, they, uh, they spent their time uh, and as a prospect. Uh, they had to earn their patch, and uh, they, will, they will die uh, for their brothers, uh, for those colors, uh, in, uh, uh, in that motorcycle group. Or, and, um, and so uh, it, it is uh, a bond that's it's hard for a lot of other people to truly understand. And that's why you just can't just make up your own patch and go run around And uh, because uh, people have been known to try to start their own little group and particularly that uh, would consider the rocker underneath that patch. Uh, you know, there are certain rules, like it or not, uh, between the Hells Angels, the Mongols, all these different groups. And if you're wearing a patch uh, that uh, goes against their uh, policies, if you will, <laughs> they will cut that patch off your back and you might not be spitting a few teeth as well. Uh, that's how serious they take that. So you see that kind of type of brotherhood, and that's why they consider that that one percenters. They're, they're few and far between. But... Um, as Christians, we should have that kind of love and devotion for our brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. We should have that, I'm not saying in, in, in any kind of violent tendency, obviously, but uh, we, we should have that, that kind of bond because of who our Father in Heaven is. You know, uh, so many people have, uh, you know, oftentimes uh, may have wondered what it would have been like to have been born uh, into a very rich and wealthy family. You know, I'm sure we've all had moments of wondering what it would be like to be super wealthy. You know, uh, they, there's there's this new uh, uh, car that's just, or truck has come out, and I think it's by Hummer or whatever, this commercial, this, this thing is unbelievable. And I told him, I said, well, I wish I was rich, I could just get that. You know, it, it's okay to, to have a fleeting uh comment like that but if that's all you're obsessing on obviously that's the problem but anyway uh the pro you know we we wonder what it's like to be rich and wealthy and to have anything we wanted at our disposal but uh but if you are a child of god if you're adopted into the kingdom you are a prince or princess uh, joint heirs to the throne of christ see it we what we're looking at here is god is god's redemption all right what christ did his atoning work on the cross uh that redemption bought out uh it is in reference to uh buying a slave uh to pay a ransom that's what we look at when we look at christ's redemption for us see when we were talking about all those who were in that that brotherhood of sinners uh we were all headed for hell uh, because uh, of our sin-filled lives, that God demanded that justice, and uh, we were all destined for hell. But praise God that he sent his only son. See, a lot of people want to think of God as an angry God, uh, but it is out of God's love that he sent his only son uh, to ransom us, to buy us back. That's why I love uh, what my, my dad has said many times, that Jesus Christ paid a debt he did not owe and we had a we can we have a debt that we could not pay. Now I didn't say that exactly exactly how he says it, but you get the point of what I'm trying to get at here. And um, you know it's amazing uh, when you talk to individuals and you say, uh, well, for example, say a Roman Catholic, 
and you say, uh, why would God let you into heaven? Why should he let you in through the, the doors? And they would say, oh, well, I, I, I go to mass, and uh, I'm a good person, and uh, they think that's why God should let them in. See, that's, that's the very sad uh, aspect uh, to those who are in the world. They have believed the lie that they think that their goodness is going to gain them entrance into heaven. You know, you've heard people say, oh, uh, he's a good person, she's a good person, we know that she's in heaven. You know, uh, the only way to heaven is through Christ alone. Jesus Christ plus nothing. That is the only way you're going to get into heaven. And, uh, it, it, you know, God's word is clear. You know, no man comes to the Father except through me. And uh, and that's so sad that so many people have believed that lie that they are, uh, uh, their goodness is going to merit them uh, salvation. We have to repent of our sins. We have to accept Jesus Christ, our personal Lord and Savior, understand uh, his, substitution, his substitutionary atonement on the cross, his death, burial, resurrection. Uh, to uh, uh, Once we understand that and we accept him as our personal Lord and Savior, uh, then we have a changed life. That's why I said you know, we have two different types of brotherhood, those uh, brotherhood of sinners, and then we have those that are a brotherhood uh, that is in uh, Christ Jesus uh, because we are a new creation. We are a new being uh, in the eyes of God. And that, my friends, is what's going to get us into heaven. When God looks at us and says, why should I let you into heaven? That's when we can say, because I accepted the free gift of salvation that Jesus Christ offered, that I understood what he done on the cross for me, and I, and I accepted his gift and that, see, we understand that. See, that's when we get that entrance. I think some people think that if they say the, the prayer of salvation, it is a, uh, uh, it's saying a magic uh, wording, wording, if you will, and they think that their ticket is punched and they just go right back out into the world. Well, you know, that, that begs to ask, uh, were, are, do they really understand? Uh, are they really saved? You know, uh, when when people want to throw around uh, the verses of judgment, uh, you shouldn't judge, and they always use it erroneously. It, it amazes me, uh, those who don't know their Bible, don't know Scripture, but when something controversial comes up, all of a sudden everybody's a theologian and <laughs> throw out verses. And uh, But when it comes to salvation, that's what that's referring to. If somebody says that they are saved, uh, is that, uh, and, and also it means to judge righteously as we will be judged. But um, if someone is saved or say they are saved, then we have to take that at face value. That is between them and God. And uh, so we can't judge that. You know? uh, but if they're not bearing fruit, if they're not demonstrating a changed life, then that does beg the question, hey, are they, it makes you wonder if they are really saved or not. And, uh, but we should show a heart change. We should show an attitude of change. We should show uh, our, in our actions, our thoughts, our words, our deeds. Now, uh, obviously, we are sinners. There are none righteous, no, not one. We all sin. We all mess up. Uh, it doesn't matter. You know, so uh, even though we, have had, we are a new creation in Christ Jesus, we still live in a fallen world, and we're still going to mess up. And there are some people out there who are just uh, sitting on the edge of their seat uh, watching you and, and and waiting for you to mess up. You know, I don't know how many times uh, growing up, uh, you know, being a preacher's kid wasn't always easy anyway. But um, it was like people just waiting for me to uh, to stumble. And I would say, you know, I'd 
stub my toe or finger or something, I say, shoot. Oh, I heard you say a bad word. I'm like, no, I didn't, you know, or or say daggun it or something like that, you know. Oh, I heard you say, you know, it's like they're, they're, they're trying to find something, you know, to, you know, look what you've said, look what you've done, and, you know. But we are imperfect. And uh, if that's all somebody else has to do, sit and wait and watch for your mistakes, and they got bigger problems. I mean, seriously, you know. Uh, but then there's the flip side of that I've talked about before, too. A lot of Christians justify their sins uh, as a result of that because they say, oh, well, I'm, I'm a sinner. God understands that. So, uh, uh, you know, what am I supposed to do and go on? You know, it's like, well, wait a minute now. Yes, we're sinners. All right. We're, we're saved by grace. It's grace through faith alone. Uh, but, uh, but even though we are sinners, we need to recognize those weak areas of our lives and work on that uh, because we want to do those things that are honoring uh, to God the Father. You know, just like I want to, uh, with my earthly father, I want to do things that I know that will make him happy. And and I want I don't want to do things that that hurt him just because I think well oh well oh, he'll forgive me if I do this well yeah he in essence he would but the fact remains it would still hurt him if I was doing something uh, that uh, that he wouldn't like that would disappoint him well likewise how much more should we love the heavenly Father and want to please him so just because yeah he'd forgive us. Should we shouldn't use that as a justification for sin and be like, and, and, but instead do the opposite, be like, man, Lord, forgive me, I'm sorry, uh, you know, help me to do better, help me to avoid that snare, help me to avoid that pitfall, help me to do better. But my friends, you know, like I said, you know, we talk about that brotherhood, that camaraderie between bikers. Like I said, I'm no biker, but I, I've, 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 I have a, a at least a superficial understanding of that because uh, of the ministry my dad has had and those he has uh, brought into the church and been around. So I have a superficial understanding. They got each other's back. Uh, they'll defend one another. Uh, and, uh, and it's so sad to see that so many Christians, uh, the, the brotherhood of Christians, uh, are so easy uh, to, um, to talk about one another, to tear one another down. Uh, you know, you see so many people leave the church as a result of that. Uh, they see that backbiting. Uh, they see that stabbing in the back. They see that gossiping. And it is and it has hurt a lot of people and turned a lot of people away from the church and from God. And my friends, uh, we of all people uh, need to uh, to hold our tongues. In fact, that's one of the areas that I was talking about just this past uh, Sunday evening uh, in Titus 2 uh, and, and verses uh, 3 through 5. Uh, in regards to gossiping. And, you know, that's one thing. We need to build each other up, just like I was talking about the older women training up the younger women, to build each other up, to lift each other up, not tear each other down. So many people uh, want to, um, uh, are so quick to do that. And it's so sad uh, to see uh, social media or, or in real-life situations uh, as Christians. Man, that should be the last thing we want to do is tear somebody down, but we want to build them up. We are a brotherhood of Christians. We are redeemed. We have been bought out. We are sanctified. We are glorified. We are new creations in Christ Jesus. Why act like the world? Let us act like the, the sons and the, and the daughters of God. Let us act like the prince and princesses of God's kingdom. Remember, we are joint heirs to the throne. Everything that Christ is entitled to, we are entitled to. Is that not a wonderful thing? Let us serve him well in all areas of our life. Uh, Miss Eileen says, Jesus died for the forgiveness of all of our sins. 
Too many seem to think they alone decide when the blood of Jesus applies for someone and when it doesn't. Yes, ma'am, very, very well said and a very valiant point uh, that she is making there. And uh, uh, they, um, Jesus does, Jesus' blood does cover uh, that multitude of sins for sure. And uh, so let's um, uh, be aware. Uh, of who we are in Christ Jesus. Let us walk tall. Let us walk proud. Let us hold our heads high for who we are as Christians. I think some people um, are uh, are ashamed to a certain extent uh, of their uh, convictions as Christians. See, if you notice, I say convictions instead of belief. See, because belief can be relative. And, you know, you could believe a lot of things, but when you say the word conviction, that shows a, two, a true demonstration uh, that you are, are, are a changed individual. That's something uh, that has gained your attention to the point that it has, it has been life-changing. Uh, a conviction is, is far more uh, heart-wrenching uh, uh, than just a, a simple belief. So as our convictions as Jesus Christ, uh, we need to make sure that uh, we are demonstrating his love to those around us. You know, obviously, there's always going to be people we don't like, even in the in the kingdom of God. Uh, you know, <laughs> there's going to be people who's going to rub you the wrong way. But you better get over it now because if they are truly a child of God, you're going to be spending an eternity with them. So you might as well just get over it. Uh, but uh, not everybody's personality is going to, going to jive, you know. But, um, uh, but we need to try to look past that and try to look for the positive. It's not always easy, but it, you know, but I think if we look hard enough, we can find that there. So realize, my friends, uh, that you are redeemed. You are bought out uh, with a very high price. You have been ransomed. Uh, from the gates of hell. We are our true heirs to the throne. And if nothing else today, let, think on that and ponder on that and uh, let that realization fill your heart with joy and bring a smile to your face. Let us have a word of prayer. And if our Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for this opportunity to spread the gospel message. Lord, uh, be with us. Uh, Lord, let us serve you well. Uh, Lord, let us uh, build each other up, uh, those brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. Help us to be uplifting. Uh, help us to be encouraging. Lord, let us exemplify you in all that we say and do. Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let us pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, as I started out this morning in regards to the election, I know a lot of people are very anxious. I know they're very stressed. And Lord, uh, just let your peace fill them. And Lord, help us to understand that you are in control. And Lord, let your will be done in this election. And I pray that the outcome be one that we can all rejoice in. But no matter what happens, we know that you are sovereign and in control. Lord, I pray that with all these riots and division in our country, that you'll bring healing and peace upon our land. Lord, I do want to lift up um, our uh, brother in Christ, David Stinnette. Uh, Lord, I know he's having some heart problems. He's in the VA, and uh, he's asking for prayer. And Lord, just pray that you'll be with him. Pray that you'll be with our sister in Christ, Kim Penix, and Wendy Lee, and Ginger Hood, and Troy, and David Linda Feathers. I pray that uh, you'll be with Fran Pear and her sisters. I pray that uh, you'll be with Ron, brother Ron Thompson. Pray to be Larry and Donna Knight, Jane Kitchings, and uh, so many others, Lord, who offer up prayers. Lord, I've seen so, so many uh, people uh, online uh, who are battling COVID, and I pray that you bring healing upon them. 
And Lord, I, uh, I pray that you will be with our present. Give him the proper wisdom, knowledge, discernment in these difficult times. Protection about him and his family. Lord, be with us, lead us, guide and protect us till we meet again. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning, and thanks for joining me in this little devotional. And as always, if you want to share these with your friends or family here on Facebook, you can find me at Dr. Young 77. Uh, we're having major issues right now on our website, but hopefully we get those corrected very soon. And uh, But if they want to watch, hopefully soon, you'll be able to watch live if they don't do Facebook on our website. And uh, if you haven't already, subscribe to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, free of charge, and it's audio only, but you can listen to all the devotions and sermons as you're going out and about your day. I hope everybody has a good day today, a fantabulous day, and remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.